Neither wind nor rain nor sleet nor snow slows us down, but an audio glitch throws everything for a whirl. Nevertheless, here is episode three of the Daily Anthem. Time has come once again for me to do some yammering about music. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Anthem. I am Brandon. This is episode number three. Sorry it's going up a day late, but now you get to play a little game of what parts of this were pre-recorded and what parts of this had to be re-recorded. We had a pretty decent uh, audio glitch that made everything sound... Uh, there's no other word for it, but spazzy. I'm going to go with spazzy. Also wonky, both of them. Very good descriptors for what happened. So uh, we're, we're, we're riding a day late, but you know, it is what it is. We still show up, you know? I say we. I'm saying we. It's just me. There's only one person here. So I'm just going to jump straight into what the anthems were for September 14th through September 18th, Monday through Friday. We start off on Monday with Collide by James Bay from his album Chaos in the Calm. This song has one of the coolest grooves I've heard of like recent music. The whole album is so soulful and, like, really smooth, like, great bluesy style. I, I was looking into who James Bay was a little bit. Found out the guy is, like, 25 years old. Like, freshly 25 years old. That's younger than me. I mean, not like he's that much younger than me, but still. It's like, oh, I mean, I know there's people with a lot of talent, but it's just depressing to hear how talented some of these people are. Great songwriting. I, I saw that this thing is already certified gold. 64,000 copies in week one. Debuted at number one in the UK, number 15 in the United States. For a debut album, that's pretty awesome. When I was listening through, my ears caught Collide, and I was just blown away by it. And then I saw that the way that James Bay came to decide to start playing music was when he first heard Eric Clapton's song, Layla, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. That sold me. It's like, oh, yep, I'll buy anything he, he puts out now. I'm sold. Tuesday, Angels Fall by Breaking Benjamin from Dark Before Dawn came out not that far back. Somehow with six years between albums and almost an entirely new lineup, except for Benjamin Burnley, they managed to have almost the exact same sound as their previous album, which, uh, Dear Agony, that's what it was. In any case, Angel's Fall is, I think, one of my, one of the songs I like best off the album. Not to get too far off topic, but I also saw the music video for Angel's Fall. It's interesting. Uh, it's a little generic. I mean, they're just, they're just, like, playing the song on a beach. There's, like, B-roll of a couple pairs of people fighting. There's, like, a old man and a lady and then like a, a woman and a little boy or something like that I, I might have that wrong but it's just kind of bizarre it keeps cutting back and forth to them like screaming at each other <laughs> it didn't really convey any story that attached to the song to me but anyway Wednesday we had the song NME by Set It Off from their album Duality and NME if I understand correctly stands for No More Excuses I mean they keep saying that in the chorus so that's my guess I gotta say the song sounds a ton like the used i mean specifically the singer i don't know the guy from set it off what the vocalist name is but he sounds a lot like burt mccracken 
like he's imitating him in a lot of ways not in a like a bad way by any means it just sounds like they're very much influenced by the used material um especially like the way that he like goes back and forth between like singing kind of like trying to sing eerily and then like he changes the lilt in the way that he's like the cadence of his singing and then he like turns it into a growl it sounds a lot like what Bert was doing not just on their recent most recent album but like i'm i'm thinking back to artwork it's an interesting song though i like it a lot wish maybe he toned back the language a bit but you know he felt he had a message to convey and that <laughs> was the way he did it i guess thursday we had the song major tom coming home by the band I Hate Kate from their album Embrace the Curse. Kind of a, an older album. By older, I mean like the last decade or so. <laughs> the band's not even called I Hate Kate anymore. They're called Darling Thieves nowadays. Uh, the song itself, originally by Peter Schilling, I think it was recorded in German first. And it's like an early 80s kind of song. And if I remember right, I'm going off book here, but Major Tom was like, the main character or something in David Bowie's album Space Odyssey. So this character, like Peter Schilling, wrote a song using Major Tom. I think I think that's the character's name. I'm not sure. But the song itself, I I actually really like this as a cover because it it stays faithful in tone. It doesn't like deviate too much. It just it's like a it's like a copy paste from electronica into kind of an alt punk style, which is kind of cool. And then on Friday, we had E for Extinction by the band Thousand Foot Crutch from their album Welcome to the Masquerade. This song, it's got this, it's like, it's really smoothly written. Uh, it builds up to a thunderous bridge and really, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's like anthemic chorus. It's uh, it's one of those where like at the end of it, you just find yourself going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a fist pumper, which makes sense for the band that wrote Rockfest. But E for Extinction, I th- it's like arguably the best song on what I think is easily their best album all around. You know, they might have other songs that are better on other albums, but Welcome to the Masquerade is probably their best album, like their best work through their entire discography. And I think E for Extinction is the standout on it because it's got this great ebb and flow. It's got the great build to the song. So those are the daily anthems for for, uh, last week. And then looking ahead... For the new releases, all coming out on September 25th, just a handful of them that I want to talk about. We have Avicii's uh, new album called Stories. I haven't heard anything from Stories yet. I'm wondering if he's going to stick to the style that he he brought out with True, where, like the song Wake Me Up, he called it Folktronica, and then there's a lot of those elements through the whole album. I wonder if it's going to stick to that style. I really liked it. I'm not much for like dance or electronico or techno music. I, I'm not specifically. But I actually really liked True. Just it was it was a really it was a fun like road trip album. <laughs> and then I also see Churches. Uh, I think it's called Churches. Replace the U with a V. I don't know. I don't know much about them, but I know they're popular somehow. They have a new album called Every Open Eye. And then the band Junior Junior is releasing a self-titled album. Um, you might know the band Junior Junior as Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior. <laughs> I'm wondering if they changed their name because of legal issues with Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me. The band Parkway Drive releasing Ire, The Dead Weather or releasing Dodge and Burn. I'm really excited for that one. Like I said last week, I'm a I'm a big fan of Jack White. I'm excited to see what uh, what the next 
iteration of his side project, The Dead Weather, is going to sound like. I say this. I say side project. That's not to demean the other members for whom The Dead Weather is like their their whole project. But that's just how I know it. <laughs> I know The Dead Weather because it's got Jack White in it. Silver Sun Pickups has a new album called Better Nature. I'm a fan of them. They uh, got recommended to me through Spotify because I liked Mute Math. So even though I'd heard their name before, I never really listened to them. But based on Spotify's recommendation, yeah, why not? And then Widespread Panic has a new album called Street Dogs. So a handful of albums there to, to check out. That should be enough to keep you through for a while, I think. <laughs> but that's enough new material. Let's uh, let's go back to talking about Prince. <laughs> For the second time in three episodes. And here I was joking that he was irrelevant. Uh, I'm the one still talking about him. Either he is or I'm not. I'm not sure which. But uh, anyway, I saw that he made it back in the news because Universal Music Corp had requested YouTube take down this like 30 second clip of some kids dancing to one of his songs. And the appeals court ruled unanimously. Nah. (laughs) Essentially, anyway. Uh, they've decided to set a precedent with this uh, with this case that now, going forward, copyright holders are going to have to consider fair use of copyright uh, materials before sending takedown notifications or be held liable for damages. Now, in this case, I don't think Universal is going to be held liable for damages, you know, but uh, it sounds like now they want they want these these holders to, you know, hey, you know, someone made something using something of yours take just a second to make sure that you know this wasn't just trying to like steal your stuff look at it closely does that actually seem intentionally malicious you know or is it possible that the music is secondary to what is being discussed or what's going on in the foreground but i guess prince kind of has a a history of problems with this not problems but he's well known for for doing stuff like this there's a story, I, I can't remember how long ago this was, but Prince had covered Radiohead's Creep live, and then a recording of it went up on YouTube, and he had it taken down. And then Radiohead found out about that and said, that's not even your song. Put that back up. <laughs> I understand, you know, wanting something of your, like a performance of yours, that like he wanted it probably to have stayed special for the fact that he played it live you're seeing it on YouTube. Maybe you're not as incented to like go out of your way to see him live because you're either soured or you feel like you already had the experience. But I feel like that would be more incenting to go see him. It's like I, he covered a song I really, really like. Who knows what he would do if I went and saw him? You know, like what, what else would he do differently? But in this instance, it kind of bit him in the butt because the cover goes back up and everyone was like, wow, that's like his cover. It's like it's no longer a first-person song. It turned it into a song pointed at somebody, which just seems really egotistical. So a lot of people are like, ha, 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 yeah, Prince is a douche, <laughs> it turns out. But uh, I think Radiohead was getting that feeling anyway. Well, this kind of makes me wonder, like, I, I, I had considered for quite a while that it'd be cool to play clips of songs here on this podcast, uh, much like I used to do on Soundwave and Bandwagon. But I wasn't sure if that was going to fall under fair use or not. And that was before, you know, I didn't really care. But looking at it now, it's like, I want to make sure that I'm not, I'm not being perceived as stealing material. And I'm obviously I'm not. I'm not going to just like put a whole song in here and treat it like it's a radio show because I don't have the license to do that. But if I want to talk about a song and I want to show you guys what I'm talking about, it'd be nice to be able to just play a clip. 
I have a feeling that something like this ruling would make it so I could do that, where I can play a clip, you can hear it, you can decide if you want to go listen to the song or not, and we're all happy, go on our merry ways, having broken no laws. <laughs> the best way to go about things. Unless you're a rebel, in which case maybe I should appeal to you by playing whole songs and sticking my tongue out at the law. But all of that kind of brings me to my last point, which is that I'm going to be bringing back the essential album of the week. Uh, it's something I used to do on Soundwave and Bandwagon, where it's just you, you pick one of the albums that you've been listening to a ton that week, or maybe it's one that's been one of your longtime favorites, that kind of thing. And you just bring it up as something like, hey, I, I just can't help but share this one. You guys got to check this out. And uh, I think I'm going to be implementing clips of music come the beginning of that because it feels like with an album, that's a pretty big time investment. And deciding whether or not you want to listen to it, it'd be nice to have a little forewarning going in what it's going to sound like. Whereas with like the daily anthems, I mean, it's, it's like a three minute commitment, maybe, you know, for most songs on average. You click on it, oh, it's that song, or, or it's not really my style, or oh my goodness, I have to listen to every song this band has written, whatever the case may be. The daily anthem is, is just to share those songs. But with the album, it's like, if you're going to listen to that, I should give you more of a heads up of it. So I think, play the clip, see what you guys think. Um, it's what I've been listening to, that kind of thing. So I'm not sure if we're going to be starting that next week or the week after, but we're going to start getting stuff together for that. So if you have ideas for what you think would be, you know, like uh, great essential albums or even for daily anthems, you can share those with us. Um, I say us again. Look at that. I keep it's like the royal we. I can't help it. But you can share those with me and let me know like what you're listening to. And uh, I very well may give you a shout out on here because, hey, I, I like the interaction part. That's the part that makes all of this really fun. I've been having a lot of fun yakking with some of you guys via Twitter and Tumblr and all that stuff. Special thanks to those that have been doing that. I'm looking forward to many, many more. I'm getting a lot of cool options for like future daily anthems and also albums that I've started listening to that I hadn't heard before. In fact, um, Major Tom coming home was a recommendation to me. Uh, about a month ago. It wasn't anything pertaining to the Daily Anthem, but somebody just shouted that at me. I thought, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Uh, I've, I've heard the the original. I hadn't heard this version of it, and it was really, really cool. And uh, I really wish I'd saved that person's name so I could give them a shout-out. Not that they care. <laughs> it's not like a celebrity shouting them out or anything. It's just some fat dude in the basement. Oh, the curtain's drawn back. Oz is not so magical after all. Well, that looks like it's about all I have time for. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to start back up with the Spotify links to new and favorite songs from a variety of genres on Monday. And you can keep up with that at the underscore Daily Anthem on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram at Daily Anthem. You can find us on SoundCloud, which you probably did because that's where this came from, at soundcloud.com slash daily dash anthem. And our homepage is thedailyanthem.tumblr.com and you can get connected through everything on there you can find all the Spotify playlists we got all of that good stuff until next week, peace peace